Hello and welcome to another episode of After the Whistle, the After the Whistle podcast. My name is Ko, and I'm joined today with Vangelda and Corey. Be long weekend, so the boys won't take small holiday. Go do them at Tesco. So shout out to Gerald and Smiley for not making an appearance today. Hopefully, you know we'll get this out real quick. Um, how are you guys doing? All I can tell you is that it's been a good eat. <laughs> <laughs> Shaka. Be like, be like the Gitu Bishaka. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah bro. What, well, whatever them homies say, real talk. <laughs> but my man for Prague Day, he dare not celebrate Muslim holiday or be different. What you did try to talk, you know? We, who, who say eat for here? We don't know anything about eat. All we know we say, ah, uh, salam alaikum. Make a hey, make a positive, make them no come arrest me. Yeah, yeah. Shout, shout out to our Muslim brothers and sisters. Uh, Charlie, it's not be small holiday where we get, but Charlie, we go take him so like that. So, uh, we're gonna we're gonna breeze right through the topics today. I but we have on the sheet. I mean, we don't really get to talk about. We talk we're talking about manager um, move arounds. We're checking in on Tuchel at Bayern. Uh, talking about Arsenal today. We will talk a little bit about uh, United as well as Chelsea and believe it or not, Wrexham. So let's get right straight into it. Sorry. Champions League this week. Uh, we saw Bayern crash out of the um, Champions League, uh, losing to. They lose or it was a draw? Yeah, draw to Pep Guardiola. They're no draw. They lose. Ah, at the break. Bro, 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 bro. I know they try clean them up, but but well, it was one one. It was one one. You people, maybe you don't can't do me like say I know they checked in, so please, 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 flex, 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 flex. Anyway, uh, yeah. So with Tuchel um, being a buyer so far, I think they haven't really been performing as well. They've probably won only like one game, and you know he's crashed out of. You're being. He's nice. crashed out of the um, uh, the Pokal. The Pokal. Um, crashed yeah, out of yeah, they've lost a bit of ground in the title race as well. So, right now, it's not looking like the Chiefs are buying, did some smart business. And, you know, we've been heralding those executives for years now that, you know, they're about their business. So, for them to say that Charlie Nagelsmann, who, at least in the Champions League, hadn't lost a match, um, also considered a, f- considered a few number of goals and was like flying. You know, for them to say that Charlie, nah, this this is this is not enough. The standards are very, very, very high here. So you they pack your bags and go. And you know, to bring in two cola and already an already established uh coach returning to his home country, it seemed like everything was going to work out, but you know, uh it, it hasn't really been as easy as people thought it would be. Be like the best boy Seth now, nah, be like the entire already. So I don't know what you guys will have to contribute to that. Bangel, I know that like, you have a few thoughts on what your former manager is doing with this juggernaut of a club. Maza, have you seen the this, this squad that he has about? First of all, Upamecano is an up. Let the record reflect that. So that the, guy key, the key, the key. Upamaguire. 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 Speak the right language. I don't care. 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 I don't only for Maguire to also drop a disaster class like a day later or something like that. So, Charlie, credit <laughs> to that comment. <laughs> hey. Yeah, Upamakano. So, Vangelda, you continue. 
yeah, that guy's an up. And also, it be like, say, uh, what be your name? She's Janabri, then, look, the team balance is just weird, man. And I don't know what's going on over there. All I know is that it's not going well for Tommy T. And personally, I don't care because he left. So if you leave Chelsea there, if I do what, if I do whoever you define yourself, I'm happy that he got Bayern. But again, now Bayern bought him in saying that they wanted to get a treble. Now, even the one that they'll get safe, they are second again. So it's it's very interesting to me. I just want to see. I, I try and follow like these Bayern fan, you know, Twitter accounts and things. And most of them are like, the manager is setting out the squad well. It just seems like they are devoid of confidence or something like that. So they are not killing off teams as they should. Because this game against Mines, they were leading for large parts of the game. Then they just didn't kill them off. And we saw it against we saw it against Man City. They create the chances. They lock City down. In fact, they even some commentators and some football analysts think they kind of created a blueprint of how to beat City. But the thing is, they are finishing, let them down. It was so bad. Sane and Nabri, says Gnabry. They are and really missing uh, Robert. They are really, really, they are really yes. This is, the, this is the season you can see that they are really, really, really missing Robert Lewandowski. I think with regards to Nagels, man, that guy has some kind of inferiority complex, to be fair. It seems your future coach with no 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 let, let me cool. <laughs> let me even stop calm down let's relax we'll get there we'll get there yeah but it seems to me and it seems that's like they didn't fire him on footballing reasons just like Chelsea too didn't fire him on footballing reasons uh, fired to go it's more like his human relations and his human relations is bad because of his inferiority like he's young. So, you know, say so, sometimes if somebody be young, way go there someplace where people grow past him or people get some level of experience, he feel like he for dominates the place. So, say you're gonna say it be in get the authority for you. And like also, they are like he changes tactics too much. There's no fixed way of playing. And even people like Mula were struggling. And you know, there was a very uh, famous quote I saw this. So they said, if a player who has more than 200 bonus league games and has scored more than 100 Bundesliga goals, is struggling to adapt to the changes the, the changes that this manager keeps doing, then it says a lot about how this manager is implementing his change. And I think that exactly is why. He fell out with big players in Bayern's, training, uh, Bayern's uh, but, 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 dressing but room. But we, we, we have to also take into account the system which he plays, right? It's a very high-intensity uh, system where he basically uses doesn't use, um, doesn't use full-backs. Uh, mm-hmm. uses his wing-backs high, three at the mm-hmm. back and then, mm-hmm. like everybody just has to crowd the player who has the ball exactly so if you have if you have um legacy players such as nula who is you know on the wrong side of 30 who can't really do all that running you know you favor younger players such as musaila um uh, Coleman, mm-hmm. as well as uh, alfonso davies and uh, sandy mm-hmm. and them you know it, 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 it's a good enough team that any coach can come in and you know tweak just a little bit yeah it just has to be very very um, uh, intensive to be able to get results and they were getting mm-hmm. results but then obviously the the the, the, the point which you made about uh, the human relations he just didn't seem like yeah uh, because you know Bayern seems to be one of those clubs that a family they club. like to hand uh, they like to call themselves a family so as a family even if i've offended you or i've done something wrong to you like he got them to fire their long-term goalkeeper trainer the one that was training manonoye 
Like, and that's even something that really didn't go down well. So that alone, like, broke his relationship buying, with buying the family way, you know, if you smoke weed for inside way, that coach goes smoke weed. Speaking of weed, he's it's okay. I'm not, the, the, I'm not breaking the fourth wall. I'm not breaking the fourth wall. If it's that kind of things, that coach go do with a sucker from the family inside, buying buying this mid-season change is a problem. I've never been a fan of of coach changing mid-season because you're essentially bringing another coach to take over from somebody who set up a, a, a team for a season. And then you bring me in midway to come and pick up the scraps of the other coach, his plan, alter it with the players I have. Let it fit the system and then challenge for whatever we are going for. It's a big ask. However, like, like if I left the handbook for them, make other teams see facts, how to get it. Straight facts. But when you speak about Tuchel and him coming in, he's not a small boy. Tuchel has won things. He's won Champions League. He's won trophies. He's not a small boy. He, he, he knows how to do it. So when you come in, you for no say the tweaking, you for count tweak, it be minor. Watch what the guy they do motivate like the footballer. From what Arsenal they do, I see say the football will be like twenty percent passion. The rest be the talent. City go come onto the field and come play you plus talent, then score you, then just move. You, you go come plus passion, give me, give you, you go run, you go dive into tackles, you go bro all the time. Then my mind they level headed, then they bang you, then move. If you take that passion thing, come yeah, you go feel boost. That's why you have a, a new manager bounce. Tuchel hasn't worked out in an as in then my new manager bounce not really hits like that. I don't know whether it's the it's the players, it's the size of players they have, the 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 personalities, the the arrogance that is within the, the team, but you can clearly see that they lack a striker. Like if Lewa was there, he's a he's a he's a hold up man, he's a layoff man, he's a he's a link up man, he's a goal scorer, he's a machine. Pure finisher. But, Pure finisher, but Chupa, what was that? Yeah, it'd be moting or the Cameroonian. Hey, Maxim Chupa moting. That yeah, guy like, agent, I find them pal, because dude, he defeats transfer. A, he's a brilliant agent. I have to give it to him. Like that guy signed up to the right team. That aside, he's not he's not the answer to Bayern's problems. And you know what? It, 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 a lot of teams this summer are going to be looking for the same type of players. A lot of teams are looking for midfielders to play a certain way. A lot of teams are looking for strikers to play a certain way. A few years ago, who talks to the number nine for the world short? Yeah, that we don't I, have I, an... I saw, I saw I something think, like that. I saw something like that. Yeah, and even which, Smiley which has coach. also mentioned it. Yeah, there's a shortage of out and right Benzema's, Lewandowski's, uh, 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 like, like striker diamond. way, they're Haaland's. They're, like, Haaland is a one-off and he's a monster on a different scale, but... Getting a number nine, like this Benfica guy, he's a good one. Obviously, he's not going to stay there this summer. Ooh, Ramos, if he's, I beg. I no, beg, beg, is it Ramos? Beg, the the striker? Uh, the one where he go bang for, uh, for Portugal, where everybody make. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That right, right. cat. Ramos, yeah. Yeah, like those guys, there's going to be such, even Balogun. I didn't even think Balogun would get market like that. But bro, strikers, they need, like people are in need of out and right strikers. Like Oli Watkins and things, like what they're doing is amazing. Because the, the breed of strikers, right now, if you fancy wingers, you will get some some box-to-box mid, midfielders. I mean, everybody's fighting over Bellingham and then Zubimendi, the then boys. But it's gonna be a, there's going to be a lot of struggle for players this summer. Who's going to get the business done early? Who's going to be able to fix their team early? Who's going to be able to convince the players of their projects? It's, it's going to be a, a dirty summer, bro. Dirty summer. Because 
the monies that will have to be flying around to convince players to come, it depends on the fear because I feel as though players have also been, uh, their values have been overstated. Some players should not be worth what they're worth, not even close. Dude, there was a time when Higuain was 25 million pounds. What, what happened to those times? How is, is a player who has made 25 appearances in the, or 26 appearances in the league Somebody they throw 70 million pounds put down. I mean, let's be serious. <laughs> let's be serious here. So, this summer, I want to see the teams that are going to be able to make up their deficits. The teams that are going to be able to identify quickly, move now, convince the players now. So, say when the window opens, you drop the money, you sign the check, you sign the contract, then you make the guy go jump summer, make it come preseason. Else... Anybody who is slack, we enter that last week of August inside. It will be messy. It will be very messy. All right, let, let's take the conversation to another place. So, Negelsman, it was reported, had seen the Chelsea Chiefs, but decided to pull out um, of uh, any discussions whatsoever, meaning that um, <laughs> the Chelsea shortlist has just become one less manager because I think we've seen, um, we've seen people like Poch linked. I mean, Van Gaal, I beg you, lift the names. Because I don't say play it. Charlie, Charlie, then it be Negusman, then Porch, then Luis Enrique, then Company, then Lampard, then Celtic, then my manager, he name I know the few mention. And something, some poster glue, 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 said Yang. Jose Mourinho, Conte, are the list. You people go pull. Morning for this will be what a four time 3.0 Jose 3.0 3.0 right now he be he be uncle Jose right now he he make like grand in, uh, uncle. in Renaissance for Italy be very very beautiful to see but he'll be very very nice make it, make it day there make it day there oh yes of course make it he left one year pay for in contract so right now there maybe next year we go go take him free transfer mm-hmm. but yeah uh Nagelsmann see is virtually free to uh, talk to Tottenham right now. Um, Tottenham, who happened to lose today, and see... <laughs> Charlie, listen. 5-0 by halftime is crazy. It's crazy. That is not... The game is over. What's what they can't do be second half be training. The game is over at 5-0. And you could see that Newcastle actually dropped off. But, you know, once they made a couple substitutions, then they just ramped up a bit again and Wilson managed to get a goal as well, making it 6-1. So, I mean, we're not come to talk about... Um, we're not going to talk about Kane. Or we're not going to talk about Kane. We're not going to talk about um, the troubles of the club. But just purely Nagel's man and where he could end up, you know, after the summer. Because I think he might be interested in the Spurs job, you know. Yeah. Whether, whether, At one point, he said he wasn't interested. And then after he dropped out of Chelsea, news started coming that, oh, he might be interested in the Spurs Interested job in Spurs by this time? You Bro. left Chelsea oh, be, and go to Spurs. Spurs with a limited budget. Spurs with a, with, with, with a habit of losing. Spurs that don't know how to win. Spurs... How would you Spurs that their their football director of football the limited it's an unlimited budget they what you people they can't celebrate so all of a sudden they're a director of football them say them arrest them things 
Arsenal fans that are celebrating St. Tottenham's Day, I mean, Charlie, your vision be small, low-key. I'm, I'm not even trying to hate. Like, you're you fighting for challenge and that'd be what he did celebrate. Bro, who gives a fuck about these cats? They just lost 5 mil to some guy. Like, who cares? Like, Isaac, Isaac says scored a goal. He shocks the ah, uh, Asan score. Ah, it be Murphy said we shock we watch. Murphy, he shock we watch the call. He say, hey, be me has scored a two. Do you know the last time he scored a goal? I think it was like like ten years ago. Like he plenty. Charlie, 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 come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Look, I think I think this guy. I don't know. He he gets some like first of all he said. And it's a valid point, right? He says, okay, Chelsea's project is kind of not cooked. Uh, he, the direction that we are going and then we don't seem to have a clear direction because of the profiles of the managers we're looking at and, and, and other things. Okay, fine, that's fair. But then also, there's the other side where he, he did talk things like he be big manager or he the same body big manager. So he don't expect say we go interview him then things. Hey, Masa. <laughs> okay, me a bit Tottenham job did it. He there is likelihood that Madrid and PSG job too could be available in the summer, and that He's makes never sense. Getting those. Yeah, the, the, he could. I mean, no, he could. The, 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 the thing the thing about the Spurs job is that picking up Spurs where they are is 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 not is not an easy job. It's like, to be honest. I don't want to compare them because they're not even our size. Let me use somebody else. Um, hey, use it. Use Newcastle. Spurs, I, I, I want to compare in terms of projects, like the size of the projects. Our project, I think, was slightly bigger than Spurs. Spurs have gotten a stadium. We when we, we get a stadium in 2007. We've been through how many years of hardship? Like 15. Charlie, I lose concept. Rather than I come back the years... Small tear they shed, and they shed small tear for from my eyes inside because 19 years, bro. But anyway, like they haven't been through what other teams have been through, and then you, they won't call your buddy big boy. Calm down, bro. Calm down. Like the most you've won, you've won is a Carling Cup in like 20 something odd years. Like that's not something to compare yourself with. You have your golden years were spent trophyless. Arsenal's worst years were better than your golden years. That is a lot. Because Arsenal have been crap. So that is a lot to, to, to say for, for Spurs. Picking up... Me and uh, uh, Kawawa were discussing it. Like, what Conte said is true. He, he should have helped them and everything to get where they are. But I'm a little disappointed with Spurs. And, and picking up the team where it is, are you going to lose Kane? Is Son past his peak? So now, who's your front? Who's your attack? You have Richarlison. Bro, bro, calm down. Yes. You have all bro, the, the analysis you do, Seth, you go for. Make I tell you something. Tottenham, they're my problem. It'd be one. Roman Osman puts it best. Until losing starts to hurt in that, in that club, right? Until losing a football game starts to hurt in that club. It's all fat, no poo. They know they go anywhere. You and think they it's don't like care about it, losing? Bro, every top manager that has gone there who has won something in their life has failed to win with that team. But and it they've says all a lot. Com- Mourinho. But they've all com- and they've all complained about the same thing. Conte, it's almost as if losing is acceptable in that club. And so, so is it, me, is, we so are never going. It's it look, 
I remember when Poch was there. And that is one thing that a lot of Chelsea fans have been saying, oh, Poch is a serial bottler, underachiever, blah, blah, blah. You know, they win and things. But and they are using... Low key. <laughs> they are using some, some quotes he made that uh, top four is good. Now, winning... Winning a trophy only boosts the ego of the manager. But the context of that question... Top four be, be good. He said that for Tottenham, top four is enough. He did but say that back, though. I for back as a mega because for the longest time, he he, he capped that shit. That's but the problem, saying. you see, the, the, the issue with that is that even as Nivenga had ambition to win other things. So even when he was winning top four, he was managing yeah, he to win, win maybe Epic Cup, Kakra. He win like three or four. Are they like... Loki, two. Tottenham, the own. Then they see them a body. Oh, we will for win Premier League, we for win Champions League. More we need trophies since so, so, so. <laughs> <laughs> they've not won a trophy since Martin Yol was their manager. Like, do you know how Carling long ago? Bro, Roy Keane, then times. Carling Kapu, that time they've changed the name of that it trophy. Was da, da, da. It was it Carling. Bro, you won't focus and say, okay, maybe this year let's manage to win one of the uh, domestic cups. Then, so that'll be our priority. Then next year, maybe we'll go for the FA Cup. Then, so that you know, because because they have Vangera, no winning. Vangera, let, let me ask you: Do you think they need to move away from the Kane era, the Sun era, to be able to go on to the next level? They don't, or because they, or again, they, or they, they can do. add to them to push to the next level. They should, you see, and that is why they sacked Pochettino, and that's why Kane signed that long-term contract. They promised these men. That after that Champions League final loss, they were going to kick on. Everybody expected Tottenham to kick on from there. That they will be regular Champions League quarter finalists, semi finalists. So, side note, so side note to support what Vangeda is saying, niggas earn a, a shit ton of money for Champions League campaigns. What I heard that United got for making it from the group stage, I think it was like 80 million pounds. Also got 38 million pounds for reaching the final of the Europa. Like the difference in money. Is astounding. So Spurs, or then did they pay off the stadium? That'd be the question. Bro, finishing out out of the top four is going to cost Chelsea almost eighty to ninety million pounds. Not that making one, it to really the Champions League. Really no, honest, but that's how that I'm just no, pointing out that that's. Nobody make you spend money. Hey, massa. <laughs> but that, that my money. point is, my point is for 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 f- that's how lucrative, and I'm backing the point you made before that that's how lucrative. Four billion. Pl- Playing in the Champions League. (laughs) Charlie, why? Massa. (laughs) That's how lucrative... That's how much they share share for the Champions League. Yeah. And so, for Tottenham, all they wanted was, as far as we make it in the Champions League, our finances for the next year is sorted. That's all they care about over there. It's not about kicking on to win. Because if you win FA Cup, maybe you go make 2 million, 3 million, 4 million. They look at... English pride. But that can be, 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 be the thing you I see, but the problem you see the against. problem is that if you want to do away with this culture in the club where losing is acceptable and not winning trophies is not is not unacceptable and uh you know just finishing top four is what is required, then you must start winning things. Look, right, so regardless of quick fire, so quick fire, so quick fire. Lagos man there, or who 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 comes to come and reset it? Just quick. Ma- no, Kyo, the problem is that no, Kyo, the problem is that they've already had the coaches that can reset it. These are winners. These are serial winners. No, and they still couldn't manage it. 
nigga must come in to do it. They were trying to create, create on top of what had already been there. But mm-hmm. then to reset, to reset means to, you know, basically make the whole thing implode. And then, you know, you start putting the building blocks in place. Chelsea couldn't it, handle the impl- no, implosion. I don't know what that Spurs can. Chelsea, you know, finish. You know, finish. You know, finish. You let's give them like two or three years. But at least with, um, if we just look but, f- as far back as um, Spurs Champions League run, you know, mm-hmm. from then till now, what has really changed is just trying to get somebody to build on top it's of what worse. I did. It's right? got worse. Yeah. And Bro, they've regressed ever yeah. since Poch left too. They've regressed ever the season Poch left or the season they sacked Poch halfway through, including Jose Moreno. Moreno took them to their first final in God knows how many years, and they sacked him two days before the final. So they deserve every bad thing that happens to them in that club. Look, at the end of the day, it is it stems from the top. Everything is money, 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 money. As far as the competition is European competition, that gives them money. They don't care about the domestic trophies. Forgetting that in order to compete... Look, talk everything you want about Mikel Ateta. Eh? Corey was telling... We were talking about this before the post started. In his first six months, he won a trophy. Do you know what that does for the boys? It tells them that his way works. It tells the, the owners that his way works. And so, give him all... Too. Exactly, he made big balls. He made, balls, after, he made big a big balls. cause after after the after he won it though because he sacked Oba after that, you know. But, but after he that, make Oba he make call just by by husband. It was evidence backed. Of course, yeah, I'm not no no. Yeah, no yeah. But point is point is he 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 used what he had, but he gave the team like he showed them this is what I can do if you listen to me, right? And so even when. They were finishing back to back eighth. The boys, I, I believe the Arsenal players never doubted his ability as a coach. And a lot of the times when they were interviewing them, Xhaka and others, they were all like, oh, we will fully back the manager because he's smart. He knows what he's doing. He's he's coaching us properly. And this season, we are beginning to see okay. the fruits. So, of, not, not get ahead or what? What's bro, he'll be assistant manager in life. Oh, he so, like I, they I, talk I, like Bruno Salta be some. Uh, no, no, no. Be, be they give him a thing small there. He, he tries small. Uh, he he don't try anything. Who, today. Me, I day, I go beat Graham Potter in Chelsea. Make me relax. He no be this. If he beats Graham, this is everybody they beat you some small What if you say you the score? Masa, if you give me Kiev 11 or Prague, Ghana Union 11, self, I go take them go beat Grand Potter in Chelsea. Make me relax for you. Make me no can chat any. Listen. See, at the end of the day, that guy is no good. That guy is just no good. And and uh, as for, you uh, can't say, as for Tottenham, their problem is the club, full stop. Is they need to sign players to augment their squad. And then they need a manager that will be allowed to fully go either to win the Carabao Cup or the FA Cup or just one trophy. You will be surprised what that one trophy will do for the mentality of that club. Take it from somebody whose club has completed football. I know what one trophy can do. Yo, 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 you guys. uh, Smiley just came in. How you doing, Smiley? Tell you, I do, I do. Right now, I reach out, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. Come on for that. Come on for that. Come on for that. Come on for that. Right now, we reach out. Long time ago. You don't know. We get time. 
Why Ghana man did like that thing? He didn't like that thing. Why you not tell we are little? Okay. We, are, we are grateful that you joined us. All right, let's let's move right along. If you really like your matter, you make lucky. <laughs> so yeah, we will still stay in London and talk about uh, Arsenal's run. So ever since I think it was a no, game, you can't make the pod depressing. Oh, ever since the Leeds game, you know, we 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 spoke about their run leading up until the City game. So Arsenal faced uh, Liverpool at Anfield. Uh, we're leading by two then dropped the lead by allowing Liverpool to come back. Uh, they, w- they went to the London Stadium, up by two again, and then managed to drop points over at the London Stadium by West Ham coming back again. And then, in a crazy twist of fate, we're down by two goals at home against bottom Southampton. Can't lose, can lose a two-goal lead when you're 2-0 down, nigga. <laughs> Think about it. Big Man brain, Big Man brain, nigga. Big brain, nigga. draw of Charlie Friday kickoff. It'd be like it'd be kiss, but you it never did. It'd be another one. Now we have the game that we uh, are all anticipating final. coming up on Wednesday. I mean, even Arsenal Chelsea Chef Grabby final, but you make, make me just talk about the one right in front of us. Arsenal visiting the Etihad. We're not going to talk about City's run. We're just focusing purely on Arsenal. And whether they can actually get over the line. Because as it stands right now, I think they've played, what, 32? 32. 32. That and game City, will be the 33rd for Arsenal and the 31st for City. Yeah, so uh, City have two games in hand. So, I mean, we, we, we won't talk about... We, let's talk about the job that Arsenal have to do. Can they win every single game up until the end of the season when they play Wolves? The smiley, you've just come, so me and oh, make smiley go, make smiley go. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Cory for <laughs> humble himself, then Charlie. <laughs> talk about me, dear. I, I get more from my mouth. I already start talk this still long time. See, the lead, the no go fee sustainer with the type of running that they have, the um, the advantage that they had to keep slipping away small, small, the confidence, the experience. I kept saying this, the experience will count, or experience will count. And say, oh no, uh, what they are doing things as we haven't seen them doing in a long time, and all this and all that. Right now, we see three draws in a row, just like that. Your lead has evaporated, it's now with five point lead with City having two games in hand, including one game against Arsenal themselves. Charlie, that's in there, go, it go, because I really don't see how Arsenal bounces back from this. Because the moment you feel City breathing down your neck the way they are now. Charlie is enough to scare any team. Like if it was a team that had been in this situation before, like if it was a Liverpool or something, I go understand maybe they go fit do something. But Charlie, this Arsenal team is a very young team. I don't even know if they have winners in their team. I think the winners in the Arsenal team is FBC City wouldn't they give you. So then send secret really agents come your camp. Really <laughs> I, I see, I see, really I see that interaction between you and Alexis. <laughs> See, shout, City, shout out to Lexus, shout out to Lexus. bro. Here at the talk, City, even they sell player to you, it means it's something they do. Um, City never go oh, sell correct, correct player, give you, then go sell you player. You see, if Dortmund they sell you player, then the package bomb give you, then go sell you soap and guys. Where they go sell hey, you soap. <laughs> Dortmund go sell you soap at premium price. City, they no go, they no go scam you like that. Oh, then go sell you. Oh, correct iPhone. They work. It just they only they work between two a.m. and six a.m. 
but they no go tell you that one. No. So you go buy your phone, you go think they oh, will get correct iPhone, but something you always get some defects. The battery percentage be like fifty percent or something. They never they sell correct. So if city sell you play out willingly, they no put up a fight. You know, if you ask your body question, right now Zinchenko they vex them because they say they not man ready. You know they defend Gabriel Jesus too. He the sport chances left and right. So tell three, three city, clear cut. <laughs> three clear cut. Actually. It's 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 there like it's it's very hard to shake them off. Me, I pity any team that is in a title race with City. Because Charlie, if you look Charlie, at it, my mental health is in trouble. <laughs> Charlie, yeah. see if you look at it, if every time City have actually been in a title race, they've won it. The the season that Liverpool won it, City weren't actually in the race. Like the season was already done by like before the before the COVID break. Like since Liverpool already had a very very huge lead, but every time City have been in a, a proper title race where two teams are going at it and it's going into like the final few games or something, they've always won it. So Charlie, that's just how it's going to end up this time. Corey, all yeah. in all, I mean, I think everybody everybody would agree and admit that you know it wasn't going. Did they expect them to be doing this? So it's not like mm-hmm. we're resigning. I mean, you could you could mm-hmm. still go to Etihad and get a result, and then mm-hmm. obviously, you know, you just have to focus on winning your remaining games and also, you know, <laughs> City doing what they have to do. Mm-hmm. But you know, in all this, right? How how do you fancy your chances? I think it's a big ask. I, I, I think if we want to win the league, the only way is you don't lose at City. I think even a draw is not a bad result at City. But if you lose, it's done. I think we had a good cushion. In this is the f- since the Liverpool game is the first time I have seen City chasing Arsenal affect Arsenal. Like that's the first time. And you know, Mikel Antonio said something about his guy in the camp that said it's the first time that Arsenal within the camp he's hearing noise that it's the first time that Arsenal are actually looking over their shoulder, and it shows in the football. Southampton, we're not in the game at all. We we from the first minute we dashed them every every uh, uh, upper hand they had we we gave it to them we literally gave it to them on the so Arsenal is not losing the title we're literally handing it over to City it's not even like we're not allowing City to win the title we're giving it to them which is my biggest pro- problem if you wanted to win it let, let them fight for it my heart tells me we can go to the City and get a result my mind tells me I'm fucking ludicrous. That's the that's the, dif- the difference. I don't think that we have. I don't think we are defending well enough to go to City and blow them out of the park. I don't think City is defending well. Ah, where Saliba I think we'll score. Also. Yes, Saliba and Tomiyasu. That I think that it was more damaging than the Jesus injury. We could sustain the Jesus injury with goals, but the defense. But the funny thing is that even with Saliba being there. Our defensive record since coming from the World Cup has been very poor. And so I don't think we can go to City and beat City, given the run of form City is on and given the run of form Arsenal is on. My heart is telling me that football doesn't follow uh, uh, a, a script like that and that you can go there and, and anything can happen. But it's, it's a big ask, bro. I, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I wish it for it to happen. Irrespective, saying that, I'm still going to be positive in the sense that I think we've had a good season. 
I wanted a challenge. I haven't had a challenge since 2003, 2004, and I have forgotten how ridiculously stressful this is. Being in the title with City is ridiculous. It's it's like it's like somebody you know can kill you is chasing you, and 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 you have to try and swerve him out so you get to your safe space. And the guy just they hunt you in all corners. You they move the guy they hunt you, and you can see him coming. He's not even trying to hide. Like if they come. So Twitter people they talk for Twitter. Like it worked. It worked. It it worked. Oh, the new one. You know the new one. Intekuma babem babem intekuma. It's it's gonna be a good fight at City. I think the only way we beat City is if we play the game and not the occasion. If we play the occasion, we will lose because City come onto the field with a big boy mindset. These guys are coming to play with passion and let's fucking go, guys. And and those things, bro, you know, if I come, the, the thing to say, okay, so City, they can't play. We will go if we play so. Make we see how we they move. City have never played uh, our spine, our full spine, party. Saliba, and they're still not even going to play it with Saliba out. But uh, I, I can't remember who it was. I think it was Ghana Blog that said, you, we face City three times this season, FA Cup and two in the Premier League. If you let City beat you three on, on all three of those occasions, you don't deserve to win the league. They beat you in FA Cup. They, beat you, they came to your house, they beat you. If you go to your house and you're going to lose that one too, bro, you can't, you can't really attest of, like you, you can't contest the fact that they won the league it is what it is they beat you and they were better than you and that's why they won it so i hope we can go there and go and do something can we go and do something fingers crossed i know i'm calling on the footballing gods i'm calling on the i've, I've been praying to the real madrid gods may them assist me plus that the real madrid factor that every anything we could feel help with but i know say god not the watch ball so right now it'd be we then the city with a good park top plus plus in that Charlie. Let's see, let's see what they can do. But it'll be a tough game. If they don't, they've done well. I'll take second. I'll go into Champions League, reinforce, let's go again. Next season will even be tougher because everybody goes strengthened. So so may, may, let's let's see, man. All right, Vagala, you get something you want to add before we move on. Yeah, Charlie. I just want to talk to you. This is it. it's been it's been nice, you know. It's been a very nice title. Uh, Arsenal has exceeded my expectation. I saw them preseason against bro. Chelsea, and I was like, "This team looks really good," but I didn't think Premier League. But, 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 but were Chelsea even that good? Let's be honest. I mean, no. You see, a preseason, pre-season they were like nobody really, nobody really says anything about preseason. Like oh, exactly, but I saw them preseason and they looked fitter, they looked faster, they looked well drilled, they looked like. And at that time, too, they are played three matches ahead of, so you can tell that the planning, like yeah. at the behind the scenes, was on point. So they were they, like, I was like, this team looks good. Maybe this year, then go show be queer tinted. I didn't think the queer tinted would be uh, five matches or whatever number of matches to go, and you know, five points ahead of Manchester City with a game to go to the Etihad. I don't think they will beat Manchester at the Etihad. I mean, it's football, so anything can happen, but. Corey made a point that City's defense is not that good. That's not true. <laughs> They've been impervious at the back, in, especially in this they are running that they are they are going through. They are, <laughs> Charlie, you just won't pass. Netanaki, I don't know. He's doing his own regen or of of a 
what what with this guy self in name, but I forget his name, but this Chelsea old Baba Yaru or whatever they call that guy. Yeah. He he he's just come back and he's just absolutely fantastic. And I think the difference will be the managers. Pep Guardiola. Vanguard, knows... I disagree with you with the defense. Loki. That's fair. City's but... defense has has proven that if you test them well, like Newcastle should, should, should have scored goals, but they weren't ruthless. That's that that's the only the difference. In terms of ruthlessness, their attack is more ruthless than most teams, but City's defense can be got at. And I'm not saying they can't. That. I'm just saying that in this running where they've been winning every game and even a draw is out of the question, they've been impervious. That that's just that's the point I'm I'm driving at. Everybody's working hard, and you can tell they really, really, really want this. Not just the league, even the Champions League. They really want it. So I think it will make for a great game on Wednesday. And I, I'm looking forward to it. You know, if your team is 11th, you don't get pressure. You just enjoy everything. That is football. That is not your team. So that's the mood I'm in right now. Just enjoying everything that is not my team. <laughs> All right. Um, so if you guys haven't already, please follow our Twitter account, ATW Podcast GCR, and give us feedback on our episodes. By either mention the handle or using the hashtag ATWGCR. Also, please remember to give us a five-star rating or wherever you receive your podcast page to help us reach more listeners. Um, I, I, wanna, I want us to move to the next topic. Uh, this, this is something which I've been following since, you know, it, it got in front of me. So, Wrexham Football Club, uh, a Welsh-based club in the National League, uh, won promotion to the Football League. So, the Football League is from, like, Premier League all the way to League 2. So, they're in League 2 right now. And obviously, you know, people have been going crazy because of um, the owners who own the club. So it's two actors, uh, Ryan Reynolds and Rob Mick. I keep on, I can't tell you the mix, the mix they play, the make Ely or something like that. But uh, yeah, obviously, it's got a lot of traction on the news. Uh, people have been congratulating the club. I mean, they've been playing very, very, very cool, good football. They even nicknamed them Hollywood FC. But the question which I wanted to pose you guys is, Obviously, these are American owners, and more so not not the conglomerate style, but the very, very a very small conglomerate which have come to invest in the club and you know have put them on the map. Uh, they actually have friendlies arranged with United and Chelsea next season um, in the states, and also you have these sudden influence. Uh, you have this sudden influx of um, American eyes as well. Recently, uh, we had. Michael B. Jordan has a stake in Bournemouth FC. So, me, I just wanted to pose a question to you guys. Um, Hollywood, coming into uh, English football, what, what that could do for um, it? Because, obviously, football is the world's game. And America already has their own interests as to how they promote and market things. And maybe I think we've already spoken about what that could potentially be like with the World Cup going there in the next couple of years. But then if you if you have more people having eyes on these small, small, small clubs, could you have, you know, people within that industry come to look to buy stakes of lesser known football clubs and then, you know, trying to see, trying to try their luck? Because everybody that can, you know, immediately get promotion into higher leagues, right? So, like, I'm just asking you guys, like, what, what do you think will happen in the next couple of years with people from that side of town anyway? You know, looking to put a stake in certain English clubs. I don't know who wants to go well, first. 
I want to go first because it'd be me and my own next day fool right now. So. <laughs> anyway. The Americans, they're them all the fool. Because the United States, we don't want to get to that because we just want concrete <laughs> concrete news. Right. But, yeah, hmm. yeah, make we just relax for that. Anyway, but I think I think it's, it might be good for especially small teams like Wrexham and others. And if, and I, I just think about a team like Barry, like Barry or Bury or whatever in the column. That has been dissolved. Bury, bury, bury. Yeah, they they were dissolved last year, and imagine if someone like Michael B. Jordan invested in such a club, right? Maybe they'd still be here. We we all like live vicariously through the English fans who go to the stadium and support their boyhood clubs or whatever. That's the fact. Okay, we may love our teams as much as we we, but we don't love them more than the people that live there. And you know, have contributed their money to save the bridge, do this, help us now, help their help man, you help this, help that. It's it's I, I feel bad for such small teams. So Rexham's story makes me very happy. Uh, look, you want an impact. My flatmate is French. He doesn't really like football. He only watches France and national team. And if it's the World Cup, even Euros cry, I for beg him before you go watch. Uh, you say this guy me, me say, he be French. Say. I'd be French. I heard rich. Okay. Calm down. <laughs> Calm. Let's be guided, please. Oh, no, no, no. There's this economy. I know my friends. That'd be all. <laughs> <laughs> He's French. But, and he doesn't really like football like that. But he loves uh, the guy, what be name? The one you do the Blackpool Reynolds, or whatever. Reynolds, he loves Reynolds so much that this guy has been following Wrexham. Like, Wrexham is his boyhood club. Right? And yesterday, like, even this... Today he was telling me that he right before we started recording, he brought a picture and was like, Look at what our owners he literally said, Look at what our owners are looking like and look at what they just posted. Overly drunk and you know, just crazily hungover and whatever. And he said he watched the game yesterday. And this guy doesn't even like football, club football like that. He thinks rugby is better. And he says technically he calls all football, club football fans crazy. But he's watching Wrexham. And that's the kind of impact that these kind of owners can have. Where a club like Rex, I don't think they ever thought in their lives that they could finish top of the, you know, Division 5 or whatever it is. Wait, wait, wait it'll be like they know they play ball. Oh. Charlie, stop it, ball that they play. Oh. Because like, they are like the Man City of that division, bro. Crazy. <laughs> they get money past everybody like times five. They have deals with TikTok and other things. Like, who they go get deal plus TikTok? Nobody they take that deal, go give North County. I beg you. Or Preston North and whatever they call them teams. Nobody they take them deals, go there. But having such owners gives you this level of exposure. Like, it's such a big deal. Like, Chelsea announced the game against Wrexham like we were playing Barcelona. You know? It's such a big deal and it gives their players so much exposure. You have uh, people that are related to the club and the town, like Foster coming back. You like you know, and his they are like everybody's favorite non-premier league, you know, little town team right now. Everybody they follow them, everybody they watch. It and it has brought eyes to even the division five. I don't know what they call that, the national league or whatever they call them. It has brought yeah, it has brought eyes to it. People have watched the game. I'm sure that their game against North I, on Twitter that there are a lot of people I know who are Chelsea fans, Man United fans, were watching that game. Why? Because they like Reynolds. And and they've heard his team is doing well. So I think it can only be a good thing. 
if they will not, if they will be like, you know, I think it should be to like smaller clubs, small town clubs who need the money more than the bigger, more established well, Premier well, League. Well, it must also be said that um, they they share an affinity with the fans, which you know they seem to appreciate. I think the fans seem to appreciate. So it's not like they're so distant that. You know, they've bought the club and then, you know, it's just a check being sent over. Like, they come when they can, when it's big games, they are present. You know, they are also pushing the name of the club elsewhere. I mean, that that that, that ad, I don't know if Smiley, but I'm sure Smiley saw it. The ad where uh, United <laughs> announced the friendly with them with Sir Alex Ferguson and shit. Like, if, if it's, it's those things, it's those little touches which... Dude, you know, that thing was beautiful. Bro, Bro Chelsea like, will never get Alex Ferguson doing such an ad. I don't even think we will we be. The, I don't no, think the no, big. <laughs> no, I don't think the no. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think the big clubs will go to this level of marketing. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, because these people are filmmakers, creatives. Like, they are mind too. They move different. How to market their club better and things. You know, me if we want announce friendly, the Premier League friendly. Self, see how we announce her. Chelsea will participate in the first ever Premier League uh, friendly uh, clash in in America. That we all we will play Brighton, Aston Villa, and Newcastle on these days at these places. Full stop. End of. You know, but that announcement to mine was so brilliant. It was so good. So brilliant. So so you say it's good. Corey or Smiley? Any contribution? Oh yeah, me. I really like what they've been able to do because. I feel like the entire league, the entire national league and whichever lower league they are going to next will benefit because from what we've been seeing, there are a lot of fans of other teams in that league who are very jealous of what they've been able to achieve. Everybody keeps saying that they are buying their way through the leagues and all those things. It's a normal thing that happens to any successful team in any league. That would be the same way which we make jealous of City anyway. But at least this, they are doing it the right way. They are, they are not doing anything shady. They are just leveraging their um, their star power to give their team more. And, I mean, if the team is benefiting, I don't see the issue because the entire league too gets to benefit because they showed one... I think they showed their FA Cup... Um, their FA Cup match on ESPN or something. In the end, that type of publicity... It's not only you who benefits from it. The team you are playing from, uh, yeah, the team you are also playing against also benefits from it. So that's how it spreads all sorts of like it spreads your the the awareness of the league to other corners. See how right now, all over the place, uh, ever since Cristiano Ronaldo go, um, that's where go, Saudi Arabia. All of a sudden, we are seeing Saudi league highlights everywhere. That's how it works. Like. When one team is rising, they might rise faster than everybody else, but it spreads publicity to everybody else. It's just, it just generally helps everyone. So as long as the owners are not some leeches who are just there short-term to just come and do some short, get some short-term glory and then run away, I don't see the issue with it. Corey? Or... Um, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it's a beautiful story. I've been following them throughout the season, throughout their wins, throughout their, their, their lows. The owners have been there very passionately. They've been pushing the club. They've been advertising personally for the club. Uh, this, as Swanny mentioned, the Sir Alex uh, uh, ad. I think what they're doing is wonderful. I don't think they're there as leechers. I, I, you saw them th- throughout the celebrations. They look like they're part of 
the team. I don't know how the Americans got that passion for Rexon. It's, 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 the connection is very far apart, but they got it. They're doing well with it. They've they've got into the football league. Let, let's see how far they go with this. But I think if the owners maintain that passion and love for the team, we never know how far they can go. And, and I would like to see them in the championship soon. Um, but that's Charlie. That's what four le- that's three leagues bit. above them. That, that yeah, that's that's no, that's two. They have to go through football league two, one championship, right? Two championship, yeah. So two above them. Yeah, it, it's it's quite a lot. So so let's let's see let's see what they can do. Uh, they're back after an immense amount of years. So so I'm rooting for them. I I like them. I like their energy. So so let's see. All right. Uh, let's let's end this real quick uh, because this, this topic came late. So because of Chelsea, um, Chelsea haven't really been doing well when, ever since Frank Lampard came. So obviously they're looking for a long-term appointment. Uh, a couple of names have been reported and linked to the job. Uh, we spoke earlier about how Nagelsmann was linked. I think had an interview and then uh, decided to you know take himself out of the race. So that leaves. A myriad of names because you have some coaches which are available, but uh, we would ask our Chelsea rep <laughs> to break it down for us and what he would like to see or who he would like to see in the manager's hot seat come next season. Because Champions League, you know, they make up, so after that, they forget. So. Oh, I saw. We, Conference League said, we know they make up not Champions League. Let's relax, please. Oh, a year out of Europe is not a bad idea. We may need it too. You know, do what we need to do, but at the moment, smiley, I'll be a ban service incoming. Or which ban over where criminals just the local. They signed Enzo again to a what eight year contract, bro. They're extending contract to nine years. I know they understand what you do for that. If if you the ball, take we go. Who will contract that? Enzo, you know. Originally, you signed an eight-year contract. They've extended it by one year. Which, well, we have the option so of the extra players, one. The players wait and they sign this nine-year. Bro, I don't, I don't understand, understand why anybody would sign a nine-year right contract. So but I think you know, a guaranteed amount of money for nine years, I guess. No, no, but you see, the kind of contracts they offer to these players, they have a fixed base salary, right? A fixed base amount, let's say £120,000. Then it's topped up image rights and things. Then it's topped up again. If we make it, say, Europa League, you get extra for that season when we are playing in Europe. If we make it Champions League, you get this much more. If we don't play in Europe like as we want next season, some players are getting as much as 30% cut-off. It's, it's actually a very smart way to deal with your... Now, the question is, how would that affect play, morale, confidence? Well, you see, the thing is that if... That I always say that there are two or three kinds of players. There's the one that wants to play because he just loves the game, wants to be coached so that he can personally, they just want to do well. Then there are those who are there for a payday. Those who are there for a payday, if I know, say, my money could be affected by the fact that I know they play you, I'll do everything so I can play in Europe. It's like it's basically a, a way to motivate them to actually play well so that they can get into Europe or keep staying in Europe because as far as they're in Europe people can be earning as high as 250,000 a year like in that season a week in that season but if we don't play in Europe and I I to an extent agree I can see that there could be a downside to it because players will be like ah, I'm not getting the money maybe let me down to blah 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 but on the other hand too it's a way to keep your wage bill down 
because that European money is not coming in. And as we were discussing before, like missing out Europe next year means we have a whole of about between 60 and 80 million pounds that we would have gotten if we had just qualified to the Champions League that we won't get next year just because that money, we can significantly cut down on that money by simply not paying people 30% of their salaries because that is the contract that we have. I don't think it's fair that clubs will keep paying you money of top-level European Champions League-level players' caliber when you don't qualify for the Champions League. I, I think it's a very fair uh, uh, thought and pretty sure people that signed up but to that Poch, contract... Though? Pardon? Poch, that the answer? Well, in my opinion, yes. At the moment, if I look at all of them, I wanted Luis Enrique. But then again, if I look at the reasons that has been stated, and I'm just going off of the article from The Athletic, so if them they lie, me too, they lie. But according to The Athletic, Chelsea were worried, one, he hasn't managed club football in seven years. So since 2017, or five years. Since 2017, or five, six years, he hasn't managed club football. Two, he's a, he plays a very specific style of play that works in La Liga, but they don't see how easily translatable that will be to the Premier League. And also, thirdly, he likes, he's a very my way or the highway kind of manager. And that's not the kind of manager they are looking for. So, based on these three things, they decided that, well, it's not necessary to progress further with this guy. We will just cast him aside. The person they wanted initially was Negosman. And even the Athletic claims that they've, in their unofficial rankings, Poch was ahead of Nagelsmann. I don't know how true that is because everything that came out says that Nagelsmann was was the lead. But apparently, when they did the due diligence and everything, you know, because they, we we like, technically sold Gary, um, our coach Barry Anthony Barry to Bayern, so that was the time they did due diligence on Poch uh, on Nagelsmann. It didn't look good. Like even some of the reviews were negative, and there's a big issue about his age too. How does somebody like Negosman coach someone like, say, Thiago Silva, who is 38, won everything? How do you manage, you know? And he struggled to manage egos. And he did, apparently, the human touch of his game is not great. So, from the club's perspective, so, they also didn't so think, well, if that. You be player, why are you not going to mind the manager? It doesn't matter. They'd be respecting. It'd be, it'd be you. It'd oh, be yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't disagree. But you see, that'd be the thing where. Everybody they talk, but we've seen a lot of times the managers that are quite young clash with players that are quite old. Uh, Andreas Boas did it at Chelsea. He totally alienated all the senior figures in the club. In the end, they got him sacked, and then they won the Champions League on his head. Nagelsmann has struggled the same way at Bayern. He alienated Neuer and um, even Mane. Who is not no, even a senior? He alienated himself with that stupid injury on his ski trip. And that's fine. That's fair. But the other part is he also alienated, uh, what's his name? Uh, Muller. You don't alienate Muller at Bayern Munich. It just doesn't work. So at the end of the day, there seems to be a, a pattern that sometimes young managers struggle, whether it's inferiority complex because of their age or whatever. They kind of struggle with older players in their setup. In Chelsea's case, I think that at the moment, the best person, it seems like the person they will appoint is Mauricio Pochettino. I'm not I'm not opposed one bit to that appointment. What does Chelsea have at the moment? Very good young players who are desperately in need of direction from a coach. Somebody that can 
help them develop. Poch has that track record of developing young players. The club needs a coach. They call, um, well, Chelsea fans like to say that it's a yes man, but I think that's just rubbish. Honestly, I just think it's rubbish. The club wants somebody they call collaborative, meaning somebody they can discuss, not just everything on the pitch, but something that somebody can discuss on the overall health of the club generally. You know, that is not opposed to new ideas and new ways of doing things that can improve the club. I don't think it's a bad idea for 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 and look every manager is a yes man to to an extent because what what the heck you are employed so you listen to your owners whether i like it or not who be yes man past carlo ancelotti but does that have any effect on how well he performs on the pitch i don't think so so the club from the club's perspective poch takes their boxes uh, of what they need somebody that can help them trim the squad rebuild from the ground up help them, you know, mold these young players because the club has made a lot of investment in young players who can help them, nurture them, improve them. And even players like Kai Havertz and Mason Mount who have kind of stagnated over the years to to improve them to another level. If you are looking for such a manager, then Poch is the manager. I think to get Chelsea to the point where we are challenging, say, from the Premier League again, we will need two managers, one to help us with the rebuild and one to properly challenge. I don't think Poch is the one that will help us challenge, but he will definitely be the one to help us rebuild. So, in my opinion, he's the one to go. As for the other two, company dentists is just rubbish, to be fair. I think it's just rubbish. We'll close off with the segment which I started a couple of weeks ago of Would You Rather. So, there was a clip going around... Um, for anybody, I know you guys don't necessarily watch uh, basketball, but then um, the Lakers are currently in a playoff series with the Grizzlies, I believe. Yeah, with some young Gumby, they tried taunt LeBron, which I tell us all shit to be like Charlie. Well, he be he could fit God. I made sense no. Where my mom respond with some, he's not here for the bullshit type shit. It got me thinking that if you you be established premier player like you do all. With some young one, they come for you. Like, would you rather be the, like, the OG who could pull on inside and say, Charlie, yo, like, all this talking, just do it on the court. Like, you don't need all you there. You could talk your shit there. It sounds so they do them every single fucking night. You could beat them like it's on sites. If it be me, I could do them every time because that guy, it has to be engraved in his heart and in his mind that he can't just mess around with just anyone. You <laughs> fool, The game with me. Yeah, my bro, my mom says bro. Loki, Loki, I dev and back. I'm petty. <laughs> Dude, you know if you can't me, I be OJ, I do the thing you they can't, bro. I'm doing it every time I see you, bro. I, like I'll remind you where you're of your position. Make you know say you know my because and, like, and you, also you to say like you are that guy. It's not be like saying I'm, I'm exactly it's not, it's not, like I'm him. Yeah, like nigga, I'm him. Bro, you're kidding me, right? I'm I'm talking all the bullshit. All the bullshit. You people there. Smiley, go close me off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I stand with these guys because Charlie. Make yeah, no ask, man. Somebody we know they go church, eat and God get beef. Ah, my, my house no good. My house no good. If somebody try, I, I, I know if you keep quiet. LeBron, they really try, and the way he manage controlling body, you know, react or anything, Charlie. I no go fit. I really no go fit. I'm a cancer, so me, I know we for talk later. So yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it. That's it for the episode. Uh Charlie Smiley, thank you for making it just in time. Um uh, and Corey, great conversation tonight. Uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Shout out to the GCR. I, I, I shout them out here. 
So shout out to Donald and Cyril uh, for all the amazing work they're doing behind the scenes and uh, much love to the Gold Coast Report for hosting us. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. ACW dominates the conversation. Neymar, Busquets. Neymar, ataque de nuevo el futuro campeón de Liga. Messi dejando el balón para Neymar. Atención, ahí fuera del juego. Balón para Luis Suárez. Gol. Va a golpear Cristiano. Se espatarra el bicho. Va a golpear con la derecha. Chuta Cristiano. Gol. Costa turns out the finals. Hazard. Won the title for Leicester City tonight. Irving and Curry one on one. Irving puts it up. It's good. Kyrie Irving from downtown.